Did you know that there are six pillars to building a six-figure or multi-six-figure wedding business without working all the time? And if you're not booking enough of your ideal clients, if you're not making the money you want to make, if you're working crazy hours and heading toward burnout, that means you haven't mastered all six of these pillars. When you master them, you're able to make the money you want, working with the clients you want, working only as much as you want. Want to know how to do that? Yeah, I thought so. And that is why I created a free audio training for you to walk you through the six pillars in detail, the three big mistakes wedding pros make with them. You'll get to take an audit to see exactly what your score is for each pillar, and I'll share how you can improve your score once you know where you stand. You can grab this free private podcast over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash six pillars. That's evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash the number six, P-I-L-L-A-R-S go grab it right now. You'll thank me later and see where you stand and how you can improve your score with these six pillars. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business podcast, episode number 221, all about getting you out of overwhelm quickly with the machete method. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses, one podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Heidi Thompson. And if you know me, you know I'm all about helping wedding professionals of all kinds build six and multi six figure businesses without working all the damn time. And I find that overwhelm is definitely something that is very, very prevalent among wedding professionals. If you have gotten to a point in your business where you have felt just completely overwhelmed, where you felt like you're drowning, congratulations and welcome to the club because it really does seem like everybody gets to this point sometimes. The question then is, how do you get out of it? And that's what I have to share with you today. Now, the method I've developed for this is called the machete method. I have a workbook for you because you're going to want to go through this yourself. And you can download that workbook at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash MM. That's for machete method. So go ahead, download that workbook, and I am going to guide you through this process that I developed. It's something that I had to develop for myself, but then I had to learn how to communicate what I do in order to actually help people manage this because this is such a prevalent problem. And because my whole thing is, you know, we don't have to kill ourselves to make money to do well and be successful in our businesses. So 
The reason why I call this the machete method is because I want you to think about like Indiana Jones style. You're going to slash and chop like you're chopping a path through the jungle with a machete and your life depends on it. You need to get through. So a couple of things I want you to think about before you start filling out your workbook, before you start really brain dumping your answers to this. If you were sick and you couldn't go all out in your business, if you needed to put things on maintenance mode a bit, what would be the one to three things that you need to do on a given day in order to keep things moving, keep things alive, keep the business going? When you are in extreme overwhelm, This is what you want to get good at because what we're learning through this is what you can cut, what you can pause, what you can put on the back burner so you don't have to stress yourself out about it. Now, when I say cut everything else, when I say put everything else in the back burner, I'm not saying forever. I'm just saying for the time being so we can clear a path and so that you can actually get out of overwhelm and fix, you know, what caused the overwhelm to begin with. And then you can get back to these things. Now, like I said, I've had to figure this out for myself because I have bipolar disorder. And if my brain is not working the way I need it to, I can't work. So I really had to strip down to the bare bones of what needs to be done to keep the ship afloat. And it becomes easier and easier to protect your time the more you do this and the more you categorize whether the things that are on your plate or are need to do's or if they are want to do's or would be nice to do's. Now, you are hacking your way through the jungle with machete. We're getting ruthless here. You have to slash and hack your way into a clearing. And I want you to go into survival mode with your time. Nothing that isn't absolutely essential makes the cut. So with that in mind, if you are ready to get ruthless and reclaim your time, let's dig in. All right. So the first step in the machete method is to take your workbook or take a piece of paper and first Just brain dump everything that you need to do, everything that's on your plate, because getting these tasks out of your head and onto paper starts to relieve the anxiety that keeping track of everything swimming around in your head creates. I know this definitely creates anxiety for me, and anytime I feel myself getting into a spiral where I'm like pulling myself in multiple directions... I stop and I do this step because it is so helpful to just get it out of your head and see, okay, these are the five things I need to do. Now I can decide what the priority is. I can't do that if I'm continuing to flip between them. So what are the due dates for these things? And then what is the priority? What's the thing that needs to get done right now? So go ahead, brain dump all the tasks and include due dates because this will show you 
Okay, this is floating around in my head, but I actually have two weeks to get this done. So I'm going to press pause on that for a second. And I'm just going to focus on what is immediately ahead of me. All right, ready to move on to step two? Step two is to identify which of the balls you're juggling are made of glass and which ones are made of rubber. Now, here's what I mean by that. Rubber balls bounce. So it's no problem at all if you drop them. But glass balls will shatter. We tend to get into the mindset that everything is a glass ball. And it's really not. Most things aren't. So what I want you to do with the list of tasks that you've just brain dumped is mark them with either an R for a rubber ball or G for a glass ball. So let me give you an example here. A rubber ball example, something that will bounce, something that does not really matter if you do it today or not. Posting on Instagram today. Is it going to destroy your business? No, of course not. There are lots and lots of things like this that feel urgent, but when we get right down to it, they'll bounce back. It's not a huge issue if you skip a day, if you skip a week, if you do whatever you need to do to preserve your glass balls. Now, your glass balls may be things like hitting a deadline that you promise to a client or your own mental health your own sleep. Once you start cutting into that, you start screwing up everything else. That's not something you can let drop. That's not something that's going to bounce back as readily. So I want you to go through all of the tasks that are currently swimming around in your head and identify which of these are rubber and which of these are glass. And if you have a lot of glass, I really challenge you to question that. Because I'm talking absolute make or break sort of things. Like you don't deliver by this said date. Okay, that's a huge problem because your contract, you know, said that you would have the deliverable to them or you need to get it to them so that, you know, you can get their invitations printed on time. Yeah, that's a glass ball. Responding to all your emails? Absolutely not. That can wait a day. That can wait a few days. You can put it out of office and just say, hey, we're super busy right now. We're only dealing with, you know, the most urgent client issues, but we will get back to you in the next week or two. These things are not glass. We get in our head that everything is glass. Everything is the most important thing. But that can't be true or else you have no priority at all. If everything's a priority, nothing is a priority. So get real. Which of these things can you let drop even if you don't like it, even if it makes you uncomfortable, but it won't break? That is the key question. I'm not asking you which of these are fun to let go. I'm asking you to save your ass by getting really serious about what you can afford to drop as opposed to what would shatter. All right, that brings us to step three. And now we're going to focus on the rubber balls. So which of the rubber ball tasks can wait? 
and when can they wait too. So there are rubber balls that you can leave bouncing for the next few weeks and they're not going to have a huge impact on your business. Is your engagement on social media going to fall off if you don't post regularly? Yeah. Is that the biggest deal in the world? No. Let's protect you as the business owner instead of protecting the engagement. So I want you to go through and start each of those tasks that you can leave bouncing for the next few weeks. You don't even need to worry about it. You can come back to them in a week or two and you'll be able to deal with them because you'll be out of this absolute overwhelm crisis mode. So that brings us to step four where you are going to identify which of these tasks you can stop doing entirely. And I know that might sound crazy, but I love doing this so much. Are all of the tasks that you're doing actually important to you reaching your goals? Do they all move the needle? Because chances are there are things on your to-do list that you're doing and you're spending time on, you're spending energy on, that are not actually aligned with your goals. You're going to stop doing these things entirely. Which of these things that you're doing maybe just aren't working? So for instance, if you've decided to start marketing on TikTok and you've tried different approaches and it is not working, you cannot make this work for you. You've tried different ways. It's just not a good fit for you. Stop doing it. The goal is to do less of what isn't working and more of what is. And too often we fill our to-do lists, we fill our plates with things that aren't really working and that don't really matter. They don't move the needle. Whereas, you know, if you can cut down to, if I get these two things done, this is actually going to move the needle. This is going to make a difference. This is going to help me reach my goals. This is a conversation that we have continuously inside the Wedding Business Collective. Because as humans, we all have a tendency to just pile things on and act like a crazy person at a buffet. When really, if you just focus on the things that already work for you and get really strategic about them and see how can you get more out of them, you wind up getting, you know, exponentially better results and you're not even doing that much work. That is the kind of thing that I love. Those are the results that I love to see. So I want you to take these tasks that are not important to reaching your goals that do not move the needle, that are not working for you and you have no business doing them right now, mark them with a big fat X. You are going to stop doing these things entirely. Does that mean you can never come back to them? No, of course not. It's your business. You can do whatever you want. It just means that these things are not important enough to take up your time right now. If you decide in the future that they are, that's totally fine. That brings us to step five, where we're going to get a little personal. I want you to identify the areas where you tend to self-sacrifice, because we all do this, and we all do this in different ways. 
You are the most important asset in your business as the CEO, and you have to protect that asset at all costs. So where do you tend to self-sacrifice? Are you the type to skip meals? Do you get way too little sleep? Do you neglect your exercise routine? I want you to use the workbook to list out the areas where you tend to self-sacrifice and commit to stop doing that. Because it is much better to cut tasks, to press pause on things, than to sacrifice yourself. Because eventually, if you continue doing this, you'll burn out and you'll be of use to no one, including your clients. You have to put your own oxygen mask on first before assisting others and preserving your ability to do the work is part of the work. So getting enough sleep at night is part of the work. Going for a walk, getting outside is part of the work. Not neglecting your health, taking the time to make yourself food and eat That is also part of the work because these are the things that preserve your ability to do the work. It's like if you expected to be able to drive a car without filling it up with fuel. I mean, obviously, it's not going to work. But we apply that same logic to ourselves that it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I do kind of do that. So I want you to identify those areas and I want you to commit to not doing that. I would rather see you spend the time getting enough sleep, adhering to your exercise routine. If you want to pare it down a little bit, fine. Don't abandon it. Um, Actually eating, (laughs) taking breaks, you know, things that we have to do to exist as humans than to continue just trying to do all these things, several of which don't even make a difference to your business. That brings us to step six. I want you to identify things that you can delegate because it doesn't matter if you have a team or not. There are always ways to delegate things. Now, I don't know if you are in a relationship, but I find that a lot of women and most wedding pros are women take on too much. And they don't allow their partners to take an equal load. This is our curse, this thing we tend to do. If you do have a partner, I want you to let them know that you need them to take a couple things off your plate. If you don't have a partner, who do you have in your life that you can get help from when it comes to home-related tasks? Now, When I say home-related tasks, I'm talking about the ones that need to get done. Remember, we are throwing the nice-to-haves out the window right now. But if it's like, I need some help to feed my children, do you have friends that can help? Parents, siblings, a partner, anybody. Even asking for help for a week or two weeks can be enough to allow you to catch your breath. And we're going to make sure you don't come back into this. So hopefully this will be a one-time thing. I really see quite frequently that people who are stressed in their businesses, it's a reflection of their lives. They're overcommitted outside of their lives too. And these could be things like volunteer activities, activities at the kid's school, too much on their plate in their household, I want you to cut as much as you possibly can right now 
and tap into any family or friends that you have that can help you out here. Even something as simple as ordering your groceries on Instacart, that's going to save you time. Make use of the resources that you have available. So I want you to use the space in the workbook to brainstorm the things in your business life and also in your personal life, like grocery shopping, that you can delegate and who you can delegate them to. Now, we're only talking temporarily, but if you want to brain dump some ideas of things in the long term, that's great too. Maybe the type of responsibilities you and your partner share at home have to change because you're getting busier in your business. That brings us to our final step in the machete method, where you commit to preventing this from happening again. Because once you get out of overwhelm, you have to restructure your approach to time management. This is where some of the courses in the Wedding Business Collective will come in super, super helpful. After you slash everything you can, you have to rebuild and restructure with clear boundaries so you don't wind up in this position again. So if you decide to come join us in the Wedding Business Collective, which you can do at theweddingbusinesscollective.com, you can use coupon code podcast, all lowercase, to get a free 12-week trial, I want you to go in to your account and immediately dive into these courses in this order. First is your most productive week ever because it's going to teach you so much about time management. Then you're going to go into outsourcing and delegating for wedding pros. So you can actually put these things that you've decided you can delegate into action. Next is the planning your work course. This is going to help you break down everything you're working on so you know your capacity and you know how to say no to things when you already have way too much on your plate. These courses are going to help you get a grip on your workload, streamline it, and save more time than you thought possible. On average, members of the Wedding Business Collective are able to shave about 20% of their work time off after this. And they are going to show you how to carve the time to work on your business because that's the most important thing to do if you want to grow. You have to carve that time out to function as the CEO of your business and you have to ruthlessly protect it. Nothing gets to infringe on that. Now, I want you to know if you are in a position where you're feeling very overwhelmed It's possible to dig yourself out of this situation, but you have to get ruthless about what is a need to do and what would be nice to do, what makes you happy to do, what makes you feel comfortable to do. And it may be uncomfortable to put those things on the back burner for now and to say no to things, but it will be an incredibly useful crash course in trimming the fat and saying no that is going to serve you forever. I want you to know that it's entirely possible to build a wedding business that doesn't require you to work all the time, that doesn't put you through this level of stress and overwhelm, but you need to consciously design it that way. I help wedding pros of all kinds 
book more weddings, and build their businesses in a way that doesn't leave them feeling burned out and overwhelmed. So if you would like help with that, definitely, definitely download the workbook, evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash MM. But I would also love to invite you to join me in the Wedding Business Collective so I can show you how you build this business in a way that doesn't leave you feeling burned out and overwhelmed. And I will support you along the way. You can join the Wedding Business Collective at theweddingbusinesscollective.com. And when you sign up, use coupon code podcast, all lowercase, and that is going to give you a 14-day trial. No excuses. You can dive right in and start doing this work about getting more intentional about how you're spending your time and preventing yourself from just digging you in this hole of overwhelm. Because I see this way too often. And don't get me wrong, this happens to everybody sometimes. But I see a lot of people that live in a perpetual state of overwhelm, or they continue to repeat the same behaviors that get them into overwhelm. So they go through these like waves of, I'm okay. Oh my God, no, I'm not okay. I'm going to die. Okay. Oh my God, here comes the overwhelm again. You don't have to accept that shit. You don't have to live your life like that. And you don't have to run your business like that. So when you go through this exercise, I would love it if you would DM me on Instagram. I am Evolve Your Wedding Business. And let me know what you learned in this process. It is my favorite thing to get DMs, to get emails from listeners sharing what they actually learned and what they're going to put into place. This exercise will not take you a long time, but it is going to save your sanity and it is going to save you a ton of time. So I can't wait to hear from you. And thank you so much for making the time to listen in today. I'll speak to you again very soon.